Hello everyone, welcome back uh, to another edition of Capes and Japes After Dark. Officially, legally, the most cursed superhero podcast on the internet. I can't believe I got fucking cursed. <laughs> Hi everyone, I'm Elion. I have be been cursed ever since we put out the Loki episode. So, like, that's nice. I think my favorite part of this curse is finding a live <laughs> lizard in the pajama pants that I was currently wearing. <laughs> and then the lizard turned back into Loki and went, Bleh, to me, and then he stabbed you! <laughs> no, I put the lizard outside and it ran away. Maybe th after that it turned back into Loki and it's like, yes. <laughs> Step three, plan complete. Step four, make sure that the manager at your place of work schedules you for the day that you usually record, and you can't switch it because the printer tech is going to be there, and then go and make the printer tech's car break down so they're not even going to be there today. <laughs> the only reason I had to be at work today, and it didn't happen. <sighs> um... So, hopefully this episode will go up normally, um, but if you were wondering why we were a little bit late last week, um, it's, it's because, because I'm cursed. It's because Loki cursed Elyon. This all started with the Loki episode. We Listen, we recorded an episode about Loki, and ever since then, um, our podcast has been cursed. <laughs> So, um, we'll see how this goes. Um, you still, I mean, you couldn't, Loki couldn't fully stop us from talking about Miles Morales, and hopefully <laughs> he won't be able to stop us from talking about Gwen Stacy, because that's who we're talking about today, is Gwen Stacy. Um, she's great. I think there's been, um, a little bit more public awareness of Gwen Stacy in, like, the past, like, three to five years, basically. Um, I feel like before that, Gwen Stacy was a character who was, like, very, very well-known among people who read comics, but, like, not necessarily, like, kind of like a fun tidbit, like, for people who are, like, less familiar, they're like, Spider-Man's girlfriend, Mary Jane, and then you could be like, but did you know... Spider-Man also had another girlfriend. Her name was Gwen Stacy. And also, Spider-Man was kind of responsible for her death. <laughs> so that's a fun fact, I guess. It's just a fun Spider-Man fact. A fun um, Spider-Man fact. He did, in fact, kill his girlfriend. <laughs> by accident. Spider-Man Spider is a girlfriend killer, confirmed. Yikes. Um, a hundred percent. Um, but, first of all, um, well, she showed up in, um, the bad Sam Raimi Spider-Man 3 that nobody liked. Um, and she also showed up in the also pretty bad Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies. Um, but in those she was, like, the main love interest instead of, uh... In the Sam Raimi one, it was just kind of like, Bryce Dallas Howard is here, shaking things up. Um, I remember when um, 
Spider Amazing Spider-Man 2, the second Andrew Garfield one, was coming out, uh-huh. and there were some set photos of Emma Stone in, like, the exact outfit that Gwen Stacy was wearing in the arc where, like, she died. Yep. And the internet was like, oh my god! Are they... <laughs> <laughs> are they gonna kill her oh my god oh i forgot about that yeah that happened um but also while these other things were going on um there was also a bit of a um a gwen stacy comics resurgence um which we which we will get to but so like at this point I think a a good number of people know who Gwen Stacy is. Um and like we talked about last week, um hopefully in the interim if you hadn't seen it you watched the trailer for um the the Into the Spider-Verse animated movie. Um but guess who's in that? It's Gwen Stacy. It's Spider-Gwen. Um so these um both of these good, good spider kids are going to be in a movie together. And Peter is there also. <laughs> and we're going to talk about Peter next time. But today, <laughs> today, is, today is Gwen. Today is Gwen Day. Peter um, can wait in line. Peter? Yeah. He's, he's, had, he's had enough time. Um, so, Gwen Stacy is a... Spider-Man love interest. She was introduced um, in the first couple years of, like, the original Spider-Man run. Like, uh, 19... Spider-Man debuted in, like, 1962, and then Gwen Stacy was introduced in, like, 1965. Um, So very, very early on. Um... And Peter's, uh, at this point, has been kind of having this, like, uh, you know, ongoing thing, uh, with Mary Jane is sort of, uh, they, there's, like, a long, like, period where she's, like, living next door and he hasn't met her and his Aunt May's, like, you should date that nice Watson girl. And then, uh, Peter's like, ah, Aunt May, stop it. And then she shows up at his door. Um, and she's stunningly beautiful, and she says, um, I mean, it's been done to death at this point, but it is still probably the most iconic introductory line of any character in comic book history, which is that she looks at Peter and she goes, face it, tiger, you just hit the jackpot. Um. God bless America. (laughs) Which owns, um, but so they're, um, they date for a little bit um and then they break up um and peter starts going out with gwen stacy um and gwen stacy is like sort of introduced as like uh she's like a little um she's she's kind of a a foil to mary jane in a lot of ways because like mary jane's like sort of like independent and feisty and like flirtatious and sort of like you know sexually forward and Gwen's like a little more like 
reserved and like sort of snobby and like a little bit sheltered and she's like you know um sort of like on the same level with Peter like you know like intellectually they're both sort of science nerds um and her dad's a police officer which definitely won't lead to any problems <laughs> if she's dating Spider-Man <laughs> oh no definitely not that's it's just it's just impossible um but they um they're dating for a long time and there are i some like you know breakups in there um but she's spider-man's primary love interest for a while um and stan lee has i like i look god love stan lee i take a lot of things he says about like his intentions for like early marvel comics with a grain of salt because he does like contradict himself a lot um a lot of which is probably just like it was a long time ago and he doesn't remember um stanley said that he um he always intended uh for like Gwen Stacy to be like the main Spider-Man love interest um because he was the person who like you know uh created her but like everyone else thought Mary Jane was more compelling um so they have you know they have a a, a standard uh not a standard I mean a standard for superhero comics like romance and there's you know drama secret identity drama and you know her dad's a police officer drama um her father is killed off at some point um i trying to figure out when that is uh, no dads allowed in comics no dads allowed listen no dads and you have uh, no women either well, not for very long. Sorry, kid. This is a comics. Yeah. Um, it's like he. I think he he figures out Spider-Man's secret identity, and then he saves Spider-Man's life, and then he's like, "Spider-Man, be good to my daughter," and then he dies. Um, wow. You know, comics. Um, but you know, so that's uh source of some distress obviously but that's um not too long um before this upcoming thing happens with Gwen um so to put this in a little bit of context um they've been Gwen's been a character for like uh what like about eight years yeah for about eight years now um it's the early 70s um and comics are on the brink of something happening um because throughout uh the 50s we talked we've talked a little bit before about uh the comics code authority and seduction of the innocent and everything that happened where uh, people were like, oh, comic books are corrupting young minds. And then they had to, like, like 
cut all this stuff out of comic books in order to pass this like comics code and they like you know couldn't there were all of these topics they couldn't mention and Marv Wolfman couldn't like use his name on comics because they were like you can't say the word Wolfman that's too scary <laughs> that's too scary for children but that's my name <laughs> too bad Marv um it's just Marv now it's just Marv. There's, it's fine. There's a lot like Jock or Priest. There's a bunch of comics people. Just, just one name. Um, but uh, as we, so like, the inception of comics to like the mid, like, you know, like 1938 to like 19, the mid 50s is what's like. The golden age of comics, quote unquote, and then from the 1950s um, until the minute Gwen Stacy is killed off is the Silver Age, um, and when this happens, uh, we enter the Bronze Age of comics, um, which is like not like it doesn't it doesn't really mean anything it's just a way to distinguish between the like aesthetics of these like time periods but like everyone agrees that like this moment with Gwen Stacy is the tipping point um because before this there'd been like some pushback against like the comics code stuff like Marvel they do a Spider-Man story um a couple years before this um that, like, talks about drug abuse, and they have to publish it, like, without getting, like, comics code approval, and it's, like, the first time since they passed this code that, like, it doesn't have, like, the comics code authority stamp on it, and everybody's, like, oh, holy shit, <laughs> um, and then, uh, immediately after this, DC publishes, um, the infamous storyline where, um, Green Arrow's sidekick, uh, Speedy, Roy Harper, pour one out for my boy, um, is, you know, uh, develops a drug addiction. Um, the, it, oh, uh, which is summarized in that infamous cover where, like, Green Lantern is like, look, Oliver, gaze upon it, and Ollie's like, my god, my ward is a junkie. So you can see that they were really very sensitive um about handling this sort of thing. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Um but so like this happens and then like there start to be like more and more sort of like socially conscious stories that are like these are about like, real-world issues and, like, you know, real stuff. And always with, like, you know, like, a very, like, super heroic, like, don't do drugs and stay in school. Um, but, you know, about, like, more human problems than big lizards trying <laughs> to eat Manhattan. Or I mean... Big lizards trying to eat Manhattan is a large problem in 2018. 
That's I don't true. know if you've turned on the news lately, but all these big old lizards are trying to eat Manhattan. We Listen, we always have to be vigilant for the big lizards. But, um, and Marvel has, like, um, especially with, like, Spider-Man and the X-Men has been, like, sort of at the forefront of, like, pushing stories that are, like, about, you know, like, fallible protagonists and, like, interpersonal drama and like, all the stuff that, like, Marvel does with the X-Men where it's, like, a lot of the page time is devoted to, like, you know, uh, who's dating who and who's, you know, like, who's fighting and, like, you know, what, like, everybody's relationships are, um, is a lot of what inspires DC with the, uh, the 80s Teen Titans to have, like, sort of this, like, teen, like, you know, relationship drama stuff, but also with supervillains. Um, and Spider-Man, obviously, has always been a character who's, like, defined by, uh, well, defined by, one, what he considers his, like, greatest major failure, which is the death of his uncle, um, and B, defined by just, like, you know, constantly being the underdog in, like, every possible way. Like, it's like, like, his boss hates him, the police hate him, the government hates him, you know, he gets bullied at school, he can't catch a break, um, all the, like, in every fight he's, like, constantly overpowered, um, so it does make sense that this, like, big thing happens with Spider-Man. Um, the thing that happens is that, um, the Green Goblin, Spider-Man's arch-nemesis, kidnaps Gwen Stacy. Um, cause he, he knows that she's, you know, connected to Spider-Man and he kidnaps her and he takes her to the top of the the George the George Washington Bridge, and I looking into this, I realized that there's like it's like a point of debate because they say the George Washington Bridge, but then in the art it looks like the Brooklyn Bridge, <laughs> which isn't like that relevant, but it's just sort of funny to me that this is an ongoing discussion that people are having. But they say the George Washington Bridge. It says it right there. Yeah, but have you seen the George Washington Bridge? This is clearly the B Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. It's like, the George um... Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> oh, our first president, George Brooklyn. Um, this is also, hot tip, this is why it, it is a good idea to have your superheroes based in fictional cities, so that, like, freaking like, 40 years <laughs> down the road, you don't have nerds arguing, like, oh, that's not the right bridge. You said that this bridge is the... Now, see, if it if they were in Blamhattan... Yeah. And... <laughs> <laughs> and he 
dropped her off the Smorge Smoshington Bridge and be like, well, I guess that's what it looks like. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, it kind of looks like the Schmushlin Bridge, but like, <laughs> if they say that's the Smorge Smoshington. I don't know enough about bridges to dispute it. Especially um, fictional bridges. For sure. Um, anyways, whichever bridge this is, um, the Green Goblin takes her to the very top of it. And Spider-Man's, like, up there, and he's like, I'm gonna drop your girlfriend off this bridge, Spider-Man. This is also the same voice I used for the Joker. This is what all, like, supervillains <laughs> sound like to me. I mean, they're both green. Green love? Pointy. To... <laughs> they're green and pointy, and they love to do murders. <laughs> Cut it, print it. Um, and he, uh... And he throws Gwen Stacy off the edge of the bridge. And Spider-Man goes, no, Gwen, I'll say she's also, she's unconscious while this is happening. I don't know if, like, he just, like, knocked her out or if he, like, drugged her or something. Um, but Spider-Man goes, no, Gwen, I'll save you. And he shoots out a web to catch her as she's falling. Um, and he catches her by the ankle and he's up there like oh i stopped her from falling and there's a um there's a panel of uh of spider-man you know of her grabbing her and there's the sound effect of the you know the web going like the whip around her ankle or whatever and then like right next to her head there's a much smaller sound effect that just says snap um and then Spider-Man, you know, he, like, he, he, he pulls her up and he, like, gets, gets down and then he's like, oh, no, she's dead. Um, and then he's like, curse you, Green Goblin. And then he, you know, goes on a revenge against the Green Goblin. And, like, I think in the next issue, basically, the Green Goblin dies, um, Spider-Man doesn't kill him. It's, like, the same thing that happens in the first uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie where he, like, impales himself with his own glider. Um, not on purpose. Um, I mean... <laughs> this is the problem with gliders with spikes on them. Just don't put spikes on your glider, man! They're dangerous enough as is. Um... For sure. Um, but so, so that happens. And there's a lot to unpack about Gwen Stacy's death. Um, the first thing being that, uh, this was the first time anything like this had happened. Um, not that, like, people hadn't died in comic books, because of course, like, people die in comic books. Um, not, I mean, they... There'd been less of it for, like, a good chunk of time in, like, the 50s. Um, but people died. Like, in the, in the friggin', in, the, like, the, the early, like, 40s, like, people were just getting shot left and right. Like, everybody <laughs> had guns. Um, not, like, the first, you know, like, you know, meaningful, impactful death. Because, like, uh, all of these you know, almost every superhero has, like, a death of somebody important somewhere 
in their history. Um, often it's multiple important someones. Spider-Man has one that was, like, you know, the formative thing. Um, but the first time, uh, a, like, a recurring, like, important supporting character is killed off, like, permanently on the page. Um, in a, a, like, an extremely shocking way. Like, not like, you know, like, oh, an old person who was dying of cancer for, like, five issues. Um, especially in a... It, sorry, I was, I was just gonna say that, like, especially since, like, it's his fault. It's his fault. That's, like, the other wild thing. Like, also, especially in a way that, where it's, like, you know, like, oh, it's the same thing that happens every time, and, you know, somebody's in danger, and then Spider-Man goes to save them, and then he saves them from the danger, and then, like, that happened, and people are like, wait, what? What the, what the fuck? (laughs) Um, and the thing about it being Spider-Man's fault, because that's the thing that's implied by, you know, obviously by the little snap sound, is that, uh, and later confirmed by, like, you know, multiple sources. Um, the fact that, like, by, you know, like, stopping her fall, very suddenly, Spider-Man, like, broke her neck, and that was what killed her. Um, the wild thing about it is, Spider-Man doesn't know this. And the Green Goblin doesn't know this. And... For a very, very long time, nobody knows this except the people reading the comic. Um, and even then, it's, like, ambiguous. They had, like, a, a few issues later, they had, like, a writer's page about it where they were like, yes, that's what happened. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, if he hadn't done that, she still would have died. So it's, like, not, you know... A, a big deal, but it is still, like, killing your girlfriend does suck. Yeah. It doesn't feel great. Um, and it's just, like, it's just this wild, brutal way to do this, where not only does Spider-Man fail to save this person, but he does kill her. Um... The other thing about it is, um, when, uh, you know, people start asking about this, um, obviously there's, you know, a significant amount of upset about it, um, because it's, like, a huge, like, wild, shocking thing that hasn't really happened. Like, if that happened now, like, I mean, people would be pissed for, like, different reasons, but, like, nobody would be like, what's up? Somebody died? Spider-Man's love interest died? What? Um, what? Unheard of. Um, In this, the year of 2018? Yeah. Um, the other thing is um, that uh, the... So Jerry Conway is the writer who I always get confused uh with a nut, it, with another 
Jerry Dugan, maybe. Um, Jerry Duggan. There's another pretty well-known comic books writer whose name is also um, Jerry, but spelled with a G. And every time I see them, I'm like, what? That guy did it? But it's, you know, uh, Jerry Conway is the writer of this storyline. Um, John Romita Sr. is the artist. Um, and, you know, when people start, like, bringing it up to them, like, hey, what the, what the fuck was this? Um, they're like, well, Mary Jane is a more interesting character than Gwen Stacy. Um, I think he says, what does he say? Uh, she is an, she is an edge that makes her interesting. Gwen doesn't have an edge. She's just nice. Um, nice can be an edge. <laughs> That's the most awful pop thing I've ever heard anybody say. <laughs> I mean, it's true. And you're not wrong. <laughs> you're just so sincere about it. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being nice. No, it's, it's true. cool and interesting to be nice. Comics. No, it is. Listen, that's my thesis statement on comics from now until the end of time. Like, sometimes it's just cool to be nice. Like, and also, like, I like Mary Jane a lot. Like, I, I think she is an interesting character. And I think it's, like, totally valid and reasonable to think like well i think we can do more interesting storylines with this love interest than that love interest yeah um, but like you don't gotta kill the other one that's the thing is that they also do this like buck wild in that editor's letter where they like you know they talk they're like yes confirmed spider-man was definitely you know he killed her like again obviously it doesn't really matter but yeah he did um but only we know that um but the thing they talk about is they're like, well, the relationship wasn't really going anywhere. And we didn't think they were going to get married. So there was really nothing we could do. They it's like, could, nothing? But the, nothing? Nothing? There was nothing she, you could do. She there could was decide. nothing at all. She could... They could break up comics. Relationships don't have to end just in death. She could go to college somewhere else. She could decide that, like, maybe this superhero thing was a bit too stressful for her and leave and date, like, I was about to say some nice girl down the block. And then I'm like, but isn't that just Mary Jane? That is just Mary Jane. Um, She and Mary Jane are friends also. Um... Which is, uh, good. Uh, I mean, it's it's less good when she dies and it's sad, but, like, they're not, you know, like, they're not horrible to each other, which is, like, a step up from a lot of, you know, quote-unquote competing love interests. Yeah. I um, do have one specific question that you might not actually know, so feel free to just feel like, I don't know. How long yes. did it take for between them, like, killing off Gwen Stacy and them having Peter and Mary Jane start dating? 
Uh, not long at all. That um, sucks. It does. It's like, it is, I mean, there's this period where they, you know, they, they comfort each other about it because they're both sad because she was also friends with Gwen. Um, and then it is, one of these articles might have an issue number. I want to check real quick. Um, I mean, like, you would think that after, uh, even, like, he doesn't know that the thing that killed Gwen was, like, the web slinging, catching her before she, like, hits whatever. And, like, even, even not knowing that, he's still kind of responsible responsible for it just by yeah. being like connected to Gwen like somehow yeah like there's enough information out there that the green goblin was able to be all like this person is important to Spider-Man. I am going to take this person. And then like he just like he he should at least be hesitant about dating someone else. I mean honestly just sitting there like wow Gwen was kidnapped because of me, which led to her death. Maybe I should not be dating people <laughs> for not a while. Right, not right now, anyways. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you would think, but no, it d does not take long for he and Mary Jane to start dating after that. Um, which I think is definitely, you know, sort of more... Uh, I'd put that more on editorial mandate than I do on, uh, Peter Parker, the fictional person. Oh, no, it, like, like, I'm not mad at Peter Parker. I'm mad at the people writing it and editing it that are just like, yeah, he should definitely just jump right into another relationship. There's no repercussions to Gwen Stacy's death at all, except, like, they're sad. They're sad about it. They're, but they're, then they're sad about it. They're less sad because they kiss each other. It makes the sadness go away. I doubt um, that. <laughs> I don't know much about kissing. Maybe it does. I, uh, that is true. I also <laughs> do not know much about kissing. Maybe kissing makes the sadness go away. Welcome to Capes and Japes. We don't know much about kissing. Yet every day we say kiss me sexy Batman. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good point. Um, that's our that's 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 our deep dark secret. Um, so obviously this is busted, and like every time we, <laughs> I feel bad that every time we talk about a female character on this show, it's like, so this super busted thing <laughs> happens. But like, I welcome to comic books is the thing. Um. It's very, um, it's, it's busted, it's busted that, like, this is, you know, uh, the way that Gwen Stacy is remembered for years and years and years is just as a person who died and Spider-Man was sad about it, and now this is this great burden that Spider-Man has to bear is how sad he is that he was responsible for Gwen Stacy's death. It super sucks that, like, the, you know, the creative team on this was, like, well, they can't get married, and if a woman isn't gonna get married, I guess she just dies. 
Oh no! What are we gonna tell all those women that aren't gonna get married? We have to break the news somehow. <laughs> we have to break the news that they're all gonna get murdered by the Green Goblin because that's the only other option. By the Green Goblin and also by Spider-Man. The Green Goblin. Um, ladies, ladies, this is a PSA now. You have to get married. It doesn't have to be with to a man, that's okay. But you have to get married, legally married, otherwise the Green Goblin and Spider-Man are gonna kill you. <laughs> I mean, it is a bummer, but that's what Jerry Conway said, so It's the shoot. law. It's the law. That's um, why people legally have to get married. That's how it is. Um, so, yeah, so this is what launches the Bronze Age of comics. Is this, like... Um, again, at the cost of a woman's, like, life and agency and autonomy, um, this, like, sudden realization that, like, you know, death was, sometimes death just can't be prevented no matter how hard you try and you just, you know, sometimes you just fail and there's, you know, no coming back from it. Um, or you try harder. <laughs> no. <laughs> um and then uh so for you know uh several decades actually I think just like just about exactly 40 years. Wait, math. Yes. Um there's like a few um a few times uh where Gwen Stacy comes back in some way. Um, there's a storyline about this uh, not too long after she dies. Um, there's uh, a storyline about uh, this like professor who was like in love with her and who clones her, and also clones Peter, and then there's this clone of Gwen, and then she realizes she's not the real Gwen, um, and then she runs away, um, and then, uh, like, some, like, 20 years after this, they're like, you know, it was cool, that clone thing, um, and then they make possibly the most hated Spider-Man storyline of all time, um, uh, called Spider-Man the Clone Saga, and, like, the Gwen Stacy clone shows up in that again. She might die in it. Um, it's extremely hard to keep track of what happens if you have not read it, which I have not. Um, so that's fun. Um, there's a thing where she, like, that has probably been retconned by now that she like had two kids with Norman Osborn um, <laughs> which is the most busted thing I've ever heard so I don't really want to talk about it um the um j a lot of just weird stuff that like doesn't really stick the clone thing was mostly like people were, like mad Gwen Stacy was dead um and then Jerry Conway was like, okay, here's the clone of her. Whatever. And then she leaves again. Um, but, all this aside, in 2020, 
2014 or 2015, very, very recently, um, Marvel did um, a fun uh, event called Spider-Verse, I think is what the event was called. Um, That's not this page. Hold on. Let me make sure I'm talking about it right. Um, Not the movie that's coming up. (laughs) Um, Edge of Spider-Verse. Yes. Okay. Um, Yes. They did an an event called Spider-Verse where um, they had, like, they introduced a bunch of, they had some, like, alternate versions of Spider-Man that already existed, and then they introduced some, like, new, like, alternate universe versions of Spider-Man. One of these, I'm pretty sure this is part of the same thing, Um, one of these is the storyline written um, by Gerard Way of My Chemical Romance, um, about a, um, a Neon Genesis Evangelion-inspired Mecha Spider-Man, um, and if you think I'm just saying, like, that, like, oh, not all Mecha stuff is Neon Genesis Evangelion-inspired, Olivia, there are literally, there's a panel where Peter is in class, and there are Evangelion characters sitting in desks behind him. Thanks, Gerard Way. Um, and... Gerard Way's Neon Genesis Evangelion-inspired Spider-Man comic book is probably the wildest sentence I'm ever going to say in my life, so I just like to say it as often as possible. It's a good (laughs) sentence. It's a lot. Like, there's just a lot to process there. Um, But another story they introduce is uh, Spider-Gwen. Spider-Gwen for the record, is, like, the fan nickname that later became the title of her comic book. She doesn't call herself as a superhero Spider-Gwen, because... That would be suck for your secret identity. It would be so bad if, if, if Peter was running around being like, I'm Spider-Peter! Um, <laughs> it's me, Peter-Man! <laughs> I'm Bruce-Man! No, I'm Bat-Wayne! Fuck! Um, so, uh, you, everyone calls her Spider-Gwen outside of canon. Um, the title of the comic book is Spider-Gwen because everybody was calling her Spider-Gwen and, like, it's catchy to say and it explains the character. Obviously, that's not what she calls herself as a superhero. She's just, um, she's Spider-Woman. Um, and, um, and I honestly did have a moment where I, like, first heard that I was like, She's pretty young. Why isn't she Spider Girl? And I was like, wait a second, Peter's Spider Man! What the fuck am I saying? <laughs> no, Peter should be Spider Boy. He has to earn the title of Spider Man. I mean, he should. Maybe if he was called Spider Boy, people would, like, fucking think twice about all the times they tried to kill him. Do you like, want to know a, a fun thing that I found out while uh, putting together the uh, description notes for uh, Miles? Oh, absolutely I do. In, I think it's the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon, mm-hmm. for a bit, he uh, is, like, w- hanging out with Peter Parker as Spider-Man. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's like a, oh, he's not dead. Shoot, I can't, mm-hmm. we can't both be Spider-Man. Do you want right. to know what Miles goes by? 
Is it Spider Boy? No, it's Kid Arachnid. Ah! Miles! <laughs> and, oh. like, I looked, I looked, and I think that's the only time he, like, that's the only time anyone has ever, like, going by Kid Arachnid. And, like, we gotta, we gotta expand that. We need a kid arachnid. I love hey, the name. Bring back kid arachnid. 2K18. Um, let's make it happen. Um, so the story, um, the story of, of Spider Gwen is that she's, um, from an alternate universe, Earth 65. I hate that. I hate every time I have to say earth and then a number because comic books are like awful um i kind of like it because <laughs> it posits for the possibility of like you could just make up a fucking number yeah just anything just like um, on earth 97 this is true and, like, only a small amount of people will know if that is true or not. You could just say shit out of nowhere. And it's like, Earth 92? I haven't heard of Earth 92. What did you say was true on that one? And it's like, oh, that's the one where, like, Bruce and Clark actually get gay married. <laughs> it 100% happens. Don't fact check me. Um, but, uh, so... The, the story that's, like, posited in this original just, like, like two-issue, like, miniseries that they're doing as part of this, you know, like, fun, like, spider- Like, what if Spider-Man was a robot? Like, what if, like, this happened? Is, like, Gwen Stacy, instead of Peter Parker, gets bitten by the radioactive spider. Um, and she's, um, she's also- she's in a band with Mary Jane- um, and a couple of other characters. And the band is called the Mary Janes, which I love. Thanks, Mary Jane. Um, but, um, she's, um, she adopts a lot, like, she functions pretty similarly to Peter as a superhero. Like, she's, you know, very, like, fast-talking and wise-cracky and kind of, like, seat of her pants. Um, and Peter's also in it. Um, and Peter's a kid who gets bullied at school, but he doesn't become Spider-Man. Um, and instead he experiments on himself, and he becomes the lizard, and he goes evil. What? And then he, well, and then, and then he, and then he dies, and Gwen tries to help him, and he dies, and then he's like, oh, Gwen, I feel really bad about all the evil I did. And now she's like, no! Peter, and then, like, there's this whole thing where they're like, oh, the Spider-Woman killed Peter Parker! Um, because, you know, because that's how it works when you're a Spider-Person. Um, but, so, like, there's this thing where, like, like, Peter is so sort of, like, both her, her, Gwen Stacy, and also her Uncle Ben as, like, you know, sort of this, like, <laughs> inciting incident <laughs> yeah but, but that's just a weird thing to, I, he's her uncle ben <laughs> <laughs> um also in fairness her dad is also sort of her uncle ben because her dad finds out that her you know her kind of like gruff cop dad finds out that she's like a superhero and he's like oh well i, I don't approve of this much but i'm gonna support you 
Um, and then it's also, it's like, it's fun. It's a fun alternate universe. So there's like all this, like all these kind of like flip-flop versions of like Marvel characters. Like Matt Murdock is the Kingpin. Um, and there's like the Punisher who's still, I mean, I think <laughs> the Punisher seems to still just kind of be the Punisher. It's sort of hard to flip the Punisher's morality unless you just <laughs> make him very nice. Oh my god. Could you imagine this dude named the Punisher? Like, who are you? I'm the Punisher. Oh my god, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna get this cat out of a tree. <laughs> hey, honestly, if Netflix did that for season two of The Punisher, I might finally watch The Punisher on Netflix. Um, but so, um, so they introduce this backstory, and then she teams up with all these other, like, Spider-Men for this Spider-Verse storyline. Um, one of them is, uh, there's, uh, there's a few recurring ones. Um, Spider, there's a British Spider-Man whose name is Spider-UK, which is... <laughs> what? Which it's not. It doesn't make any sense. You're just um just imagine you're a teen boy, chillin' in the UK. You get bitten by a radioactive spider. Oh no! I need a name. <laughs> what? Yes. <laughs> and he like looks around. He sees the spider that bit him, and he's like spider. <laughs> and he looks up and he sees a flag for the United Kingdom and he's like UK. Yeah, it's Spider like UK. It's busted. I'm trying to decide if Spider America is a better or worse name than Spider Peter for like Spider America <laughs> is a sick ass name for a colony of spiders. <laughs> Guys, regular America is cancelled. We're all gonna move to Spider America. <laughs> but isn't it full of spiders? Yeah, but like they're the cool spiders. Yeah, it's better than here. Um, there's uh uh there's a Latina Spider Girl who goes by uh she's Spider Girl, she also goes by Aranya, I don't know, um which one she's currently using. There's a pig Spider-Man whose name is Spider-Ham. What? Um, yeah, that gets, it gets very Deadpool at points. Um, what? <laughs> that's not important. Anyways, they have all these I alternate universes. I think it's universe very important. Spider-Ham? We'll, we'll do an episode on spider He's a pig and he's Spider-Man. <laughs> the Simpsons already did this. Spider-Pig. They did do Spider Pig. It was before the Simpsons movie. It was well, the kind of thing they showed up. He showed up in like joke comics, and then people were like, "This is the funniest thing ever." And then he just kept kept showing up. Um, <sighs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's not important. We're talking about Gwen. Okay. Um, yeah. So this um, Gwen shows up in this comic book, um, and people go, like, totally apeshit for it. Like, not without reason. Because, like, one, holy fuck, <laughs> like, this woman 
who's been dead for like 40 years and has only ever been known for being dead is like finally getting to like do something cool um and not just be something that spider-man's sad about how dead she is um the writer actually uh jason latour is the main writer and he was like you know at first i was sort of resistant to it because like i grew up reading spider-man comics and like gwen stacy's death was like you know this like huge like formative event and I was like well we can't just undo Gwen Stacy's death and then I thought about how busted it was that there was this female character that was literally only famous for being dead and I was like hey no actually you know what <laughs> we probably should do a comic about Gwen Stacy <laughs> man should we bring her back that's that's kind of like it was big and important actually you know what Fuck that. We're bringing her back. Yeah. I just, um I I do kind of wish that comics would stop and think sometimes about like should we undo this big thing that happened? Mhm. Mm I th I think that's a question that they should ask themselves more often. In this case, sure. the correct answer was yes, undo this yes. big thing that happened, bring Gwen Stacy back. But yeah. oftentimes they don't even ask themselves that question. They just do it. <laughs> yeah. No, that's extremely true. In this case, it did work out in their favor. Um, it was also, like, helped by the fact that the Spider-Gwen design rules. Um, yeah, it's so kick-ass. Like, it's so good. You've probably seen it. Hopefully, you've watched the Spider-Verse trailer, I hope. Um... But it's just, like, it's this, like, super, like, sleek, like, like black and white, and then these, like, pops of, like, red webbing, and these, like, fun blue shoes, and, like, the hood. Um, it's, like, it's, it's, so, it just kicks ass. Um, and, like, literally, as soon as the first comic came out, people were cosplaying it. Um, like, people were nuts about it um so they had this huge response to it and they were like well i guess we'll do more um so they launched like an ongoing um series about her uh called spider gwen um but not Again, not the name of the superhero, but it is the title of the comic. Now, see, cause you said she was going by Spider-Woman at this point, right? Yes. There's already a Spider-Woman in Marvel, so... There is already a Spider-Woman, it if, would get if confusing. If they released comics under Spider-Woman, they'd be like, this isn't Jessica Drew. <laughs> Spider-Woman, in parentheses, not that one. She's Gwen <laughs> Stacy. It's cool. Spider-Woman. Gwen Stacy. Um, and also everyone was calling her Spider-Gwen and, like, knew her as Spider-Gwen. Yeah. Um, and they said, like, the, like, the writers and the artists were like, yeah, we were, like, in all of our notes, we just called her Spider-Gwen. So it, like, it, it fit. It works um, out. If you look up, um, Robbie Rodriguez, uh, did all the art for it. I think it's still doing the art currently. Um, has, like, such a, like such a cool art style like 
especially like look just looking at like the fight scenes and like the way she moves and that fucking costume it's so good it's so cool to watch um to see to read whatever um but so they launched this um this ongoing comic which is i believe well i don't know if it's still running now because marvel's like doing so much stuff but she's still like a major presence it was still running for a while um and i don't they're definitely not getting rid of her because she's been uh wildly popular yeah she's Um, in like uh i don't know if you were gonna talk about this so cut me off if you were but she's gonna be in marvel rising yes oh yes like i was not and that like both the comic book and the cartoon yeah because she rules and everybody loves her um yeah and the comic just follows like her in this alternate earth and like you know a like cool fun inverted versions of some marvel characters and b like you know a like a badass like teen girl spider-man like doing her best and like not being dead um so that rules and then this also led to um when they were first launching the comic um as like you know a lot of comic book companies do for like big events or whatever they had like a month where there were like like Gwen Stacy variants for all of the you know like the main Marvel titles so it was like Spider-Gwen was there or it was like oh there's like a cover with like you know Gwen dressed as the main character um and there's Deadpool one where they had a like a Gwen Stacy version of Deadpool um who sort of had Deadpool's costume but in like you know kind of a fun teen like pink and white um with like this cute like bug eye mask um and people also went bananas for that um and then started calling her Gwenpool um and then they did people were cosplaying it and drawing it like crazy um because it's again it was a, like a really fun design and also oh, i yeah. think there's like um there's like a there is a like there's a huge dude bro fan base for deadpool but i think also like especially in the last like five years there's been like a pretty sizable like non-dude fan base for deadpool and a lot of them were like fuck yeah girl deadpool um (laughs) hell yeah fun teen girl deadpool um and so they did like a couple more variants of gwenpool and then they made gwenpool her own character who's not gwen stacy her name is gwendolyn pool um and she's a discreet character and she (laughs) had her own like comic book where she like was you know she did she did the deadpool thing um but like much somewhat sunnier than deadpool tends to be <laughs> um and um that's that ended pretty recently like in the in the past year or so but she is going to be in the upcoming west coast avengers um which rules um, so, that's, like, another thing that, like, 
Gwen Stacy did inadvertently um is created this fun girl Deadpool. Um so that's um that's Gwen Stacy. Like this is the other thing is that like we've had a lot of stories about female characters where it's like something very busted happened. But hopefully in a lot of those stories it's also like eventually they realized that was a busted thing and people got very upset about it and through strength and perseverance <laughs> um they undid some of the damage they have done and now there's this uh awesome girl spider-man with a rad design um who's like a drummer in a band and ready to fight crime and you can see her in a movie this Christmas and you can see her in Marvel Rising and I should have checked if there was still an ongoing Spider-Gwen series um but if there's not there probably will be a new one soon so don't even flip um but you should read also you should read like other like you should read the original like Spider-Gwen storyline and then like um or the Spider-Verse thing and, like, the, the Spider-Gwen continuation because, like, the art is so good and it's so fun. Um, that's Gwen Stacy. There she, she died. is. There she is. She died and it was a big deal and then she came back better than ever. Rising from the ashes. That's my girl. Um, wow. Gotta love her. Gotta love her. Um, do you have any comic books you want to talk about? I have not read any comic books this week. I had a very long week. All I Yeah, in case you didn't hear about the curse. <laughs> the curse. All I've managed to read in this whole past week has just been, like, some Bruce Clark fanfic. Cause you know what? I'm That's... me. McFucking valid. Um, I mean, look, it's where I turn where I'm like, I'm tired. I just want to read something <laughs> to, like, not think about the day I've had, but I don't really want to get deep into anything. For sure. Just pull up, um, like, a 5K fic. I'm good. Um, dot, brief diversion, Justice League was on TV recently um and i was sort of like coming in and out of the room while it was playing and my parents were sort of half watching it and my mom was like you know complaining about all the things in it that didn't make any sense and i was like oh yeah for sure for sure for sure absolutely and then it got to like i don't not like <laughs> you and i literally started like jumping up and down in a circle like yes 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 <laughs> yes the best part it's the best no, part no of matter. any movie no matter how Justice League is as a film, at least we'll have, I don't, not, like you. Oh my god, it's the most important thing that ever happened to me. Um, there is one comic book I do want to talk about, um, <gasps> quickly, because, well, you already know what this is a little bit, um, because we're, we're running a little bit long. I want to mention it now, because... By the time future episodes come out, it'll be, like, a week later. But the Adventure Zone graphic novel comes out this week. 
Um, it comes out the day that this will be released. So it comes you, out today while you're if, listening to this. If you listen to this on Tuesday the 17th, it's today. It comes just, out today. Just drive to a bookstore and run in and slam your hands on the table and be like, do you have the Adventure Zone? Don't um, buy it on Amazon because Amazon's no. doing some bunk stuff and there's a uh, strike going on that we want solidarity with. So, like, no Amazon, yeah, no Comixology. I'm so sorry. I know. Um, go. Barnes & Noble has an exclusive edition, so if you don't have, like, a local, you know, bookstore carrying it, um, there's there's a Barnes & Noble one you can get. Um, if, as far I as like... I know, Barnes & Noble is still fine. <laughs> I mean, Barnes & Noble is sort of a mess as a company, but not yeah, quite Amazon but... levels of that um you i feel like most people listening to this probably already have the adventure zone comic pre-ordered already if you're in that intersection of like i like comic books and also podcasts you're like probably in that space um but just in case you're not um e and i are both huge 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 Adventure Zone fans, um, have bonded over it very intensely in the past, like, two years. Um, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm so stoked about this comic. Um, the artist is Carrie Peach, who, again, if you've followed the Adventure Zone at all, you're familiar with her work. Um, though this is also a great time, um, regardless of whether you're interested in the Adventure Zone comic or not, to say that if you haven't um, checked out any of Carrie Peach's original work, you should totally, totally do that. She has, like, a bunch of, like, um, cool, like, original self-published comics. A lot of them are about witches and and magic and, and teens and friends. Um, I recommend Lost Haven. I Lost read, Haven. I read so Lost good. Haven like maybe a month or so ago, and it's very short but very very good. I love it. It is. I um, I went to uh mice a few years back, before I started listening to the Adventure Zone, and like <gasps> it was like, I know it was like that year, like the mice, like you know, selected, uh, comic book, like you know, like it had won like the prize for like this is our top choice for like you know comic at this this year's expo um so i bought a copy and then when i started listening to the adventure zone and i was like this like fan art i keep seeing looks really familiar i was like (laughs) wait um wait a second if you like comics in general check out carrie peach who i love um i think my favorite thing about mice is that if you don't know that it's an acronym, it just sounds like a bunch of mice just have a lot of comics opinions. I just went to talk to some mice about some comics. <laughs> um, but um, the um, the Adventure Zone graphic novel is coming out today, if you're listening to this when it comes out. It's an uh, adaptation of the like first story arc of the podcast. Um, it's everything I've seen so far of it looks extremely good, super charming. On the off chance you haven't listened to the Adventure Zone, 
Um, or if you didn't know about the graphic novel, or if you, like, thought about listening to The Adventure Zone, but, like, you know, like, narrative podcasts are, like, sort of, like, not your forte, um, but you do like comic books because you're listening to this, you should check it out because I'm very excited about it, and I also want them to sell a lot of copies so they'll make more. Look, it's probably all we're going to talk about in the have you read any comics this week next time. So, yeah. like, brace yourself for that. Yeah, it'll be fine. Um, but, um, that's, that's, that's all, that's all I wanted to, to plug for now. And we need that's, to wrap up. That's comics. <laughs> that's comics. Um, you can find us on, uh, Twitter and Tumblr and Instagram, and Pinterest, on our Facebook group. Um, just look for Capes and Japes, all one word, that'll be us. Um, you can shoot us an email at capesandjapes at gmail.com. Um, you can come uh, hang out in our Discord channel, um, where we talk about comics, sometimes things unrelated to comics, um, where we might be talking about the Adventure Zone graphic novel, like, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um you uh you can if you um want to leave us a rating and a review on iTunes that rules um if you want to leave us a tip in our tip jar that's on our uh webpage at pinecast uh capesandjapes.pinecast.co um that also rules um if you just want to tell a friend, uh, have, teach somebody about Gwen Stacy, um, cause it's a pretty wild story. Love that too. Um, I think hey, that's Oli it. Olivia, yes. I'm very sorry. Uh, I just happened to open our discord. Um, yes. there's a very important comic book question that was just posed in the discord. Um, oh, can we answer this live on air? It, the question is, is Beast Boy a furry? <laughs> oh, 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 jeez. Hey, okay, actually, Peter Parker episode is cancelled. Uh, we're gonna spend an hour next week talking about whether Beast Boy is a furry. Um, no, actually, I'm not gonna talk about this on air. Come to our Discord if you want to be part of this discussion. <laughs> so I'm gonna get people in. Um, hop on our Discord and just be all like, Yes, Beast Boy is a furry. Or no, Beast Boy is not a furry. After that, you can participate as much or as little as you want in this Discord. But please, this is a very important question. We need all eyes on this. America needs answers. Um, okay. Well, um, come, all right. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna wrap it there. <laughs> Thank you again for listening, for joining us, for contributing to the essential questions. Um, I have been Olivia. And I have been Elion. And as always, kiss me sexy Batman. Kiss me sexy Batman. And is he's he, boy though? A furry. Is, is he? he? Is he? <laughs>